Welcome to the Ref's Chat Room, hosted by John McBride. That's me. You will hear stories from officials, umpires, referees, of how they started, of things that happened to them on the field, the gymnasium, the ice hockey, the swimming pool. You will hear great stories of how they got started and why they do it and why they're so in love with what they do. All these stories will bring a lot of good listening to you and hopefully you will get something out of it. There's different segments from referees in the NBA to college officials to referees in the NFL. So listen to the refs chat room. Tell us what you think at the ref chat room at gmail.com. Bill R. Which was the only NFL city without a direct flight from Philadelphia? Asked Bill Reynolds, retired NFL line judge. Although this impromptu quiz reveals his main avocation, high school school teacher, Bill explains his journey to the CYO and the high school and the collegiate level to work for the NFL, including a Super Bowl. John McBride, one of Bill's former high school students, invites his teacher to the ref's chat room for a lesson from a pro official over lunch at a local business restaurant, co-hosted by Frank Kennedy. With this, listen to our conversation on Ref Chat Room. All right, please uh, just introduce yourself. My name is Bill Reynolds. I uh, officiated in the NFL, which, but I didn't start in the NFL. I started at CYO, grade school, and uh, two men games. And uh, well, we want to hear the we want to hear the growth of uh, the officiating, uh, but. Uh, just briefly tell about the uh, the you know the uh, milestones in your NFL milestones in my, what were your milestones in your NFL experience? There were there were plenty of those, but uh, Super Bowl is the n- number one thing everybody wants. Which Super Bowl? I had Super Bowl seventeen. Nice. Uh, That's that a lucky number. Lucky number. <laughs> and it was nineteen eighty three, a long time ago out in Pasadena, California, which is the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Right, right, right. It was Washington, Miami, and a great Super Bowl. And uh, fortunately, uh, I got out of that with a good game. <laughs> it was great. But uh, That wasn't your last game, was it? Oh, no, no, no. No, no my last, ne- ga- uh, last game I had, uh, interesting, uh, Jerry Seaman was the supervisor. Okay. Jerry called me and he said, do you want a playoff game? He knew I was retiring. Right. I worked till I was 65. And it was just a long time. At one time, you couldn't work that long. They got rid of you, but you can't do that anymore. Uh, age discrimination. Right, uh, okay. So uh, 
he said, you want to go to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I said, yeah, I think I, I remember that. I think yeah. I will. I'll, we'll go to Hawaii instead of wherever the playoff game yeah. would have been. But uh, it's funny, I had so many good games, it's hard to... People say, Who, what was your best game? Or right. you know, who's a coach? At, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. You can't remember. No. 22 years on the field. And uh, a couple games were magnificent games. The Elway Drive in Cleveland. Great playoff game in Miami, San Diego. Miami went overtime. With Kellen Winslow was the... Uh, I thought, I thought it would never end. <laughs> and then the Macklet deception. I don't know whether you know, remember that? I was in that game. Remind me. You mean the Pittsburgh game or the. No, the no that was a Macklet reception. Deception was in, in San Diego. The, the Raiders played San Diego, and quarterback, give me the name of the Oakland. Stabler, did he fumble or pass it? Oh, okay. And the ball started bouncing down they the changed field. The rule. And I'm running a yeah, the fourth down fumble rule. And I'm looking, I say, well, what's happening? And one guy kicks it a little bit, and it's still going down the field. And eventually, touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, they rolled it a fumble. Mark Wright was the ref. And I'm not sure he knew whether it was a forward pass or not. That's a tough that's a tough sure, call. That's a tough you know, call. Arm yeah. going forward or not. But it's been, I'm following the play. <laughs> Look, I, said, I don't know. Sure. Anyway, that, they win the ball game on that play. Right. So they called it the back with the deception. Deception. Yeah. Did you need escorts to get out of that stadium? <laughs> well, interesting, John, because Mark Wright had to change his telephone number. Really? People threatened him and so forth. And it can happen that way. Yeah. I didn't because right. it, it was his, as a referee, he's going to make the call, pass or fumble. Sure. You know, the, Somebody had one up in Boston in a playoff game up in uh, Foxborough. Right. I forget which ref it was, but the same thing. Did he pass it or oh, fumble yeah, it? The, the tuck, I, yeah. A tuck or you're something tuck. like that, yeah. I got a question for you, Ramon, if I... No. no. One of my questions is, you talk about California, Hawaii. Have you ever had a cold game? <laughs> Where it was... It was how cold was it? And what do you wear when well, it gets really, you, you really cold? John, you can't be warm enough. There's no way. Right. And they have commercials where you're standing around doing nothing. Right. Yeah, but you try. Uh, in Minnesota, before they built the dome, was probably one of the coldest places. And Buffalo's no uh, picnic. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, trying to think of a real cold game, and I had a few of them. Sleet and Green Bay. Green Bay can be bad. Yeah. Chicago. Did you uh, maybe for maybe for our young listeners out there, uh, you could give them some insight. Like, what do you, do you what do you wear on your feet? You don't just wear one pair of socks, do you? Oh no, a couple pairs of socks. We had hand warmers, which you could actually put in your okay. shoes or some way in your socks. Okay. We had baggies, which are plastic bags, you no know, trash bags. A trash bag. And put it inside <laughs> the uniform. <laughs> Especially a real bad rainy. Right, thing. right. They tried uh, uniforms that were waterproof and all, but that, that didn't work too. Right, well. right. But I never worked it with long pants on either. We had knickers. Right, knickers. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, that's so, our young, our listeners, <coughs> our young listeners out there probably don't know what knickers are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> everything is long pants now but, with the black stripes. But imagine, I think long pants you could put more uh, stuff under. Yeah, yeah, long johns. Long johns. But we stuff. just. We tried to dress as warm as you could. Now, I heard when uh, some officials were cold, they would put a thin pair of socks on 
then a plastic bag with tape around yes, the ankles. plastic bags on the shoes. Too. And then yeah. um, another ba- another pair of socks on it, <laughs> and that would keep them, you know, once you took that plastic bag off yeah. in the locker room, it was cold. Now you, now you see them with the hoods on and right. all that stuff. Yeah, the head mask and stuff. Yeah. That's great. you got to be comfortable out there, oh, or yeah. as comfortable and, as you yeah. can. And you're out there a long time. Yeah, <laughs> sure is. But the commercials, were, I found, were, you know, you, you're not, you, can't, you can't run. Nothing you can do. You stand there, wait for the next one. You go, you yeah, guys get uh, lunch or uh, what? Um, before I go on, I just want to I ask you for your introduction, and we're with Bill Reynolds. My name is Frank Kennedy. I'm with John McBride. John and I are two uh, experienced high school officials, but we're exploring the world of officiating from uh, the top of the the top of the heap at the NFL <laughs> to uh, colleagues of ours that are doing their best in uh, less glamorous venues. And speaking of that, tell us about how you got started. Well, as John just said, I was his history teacher. And where, did, where did you teach him? What Mar- was that career like? At Marple Newtown. I okay. taught there for 32 years. And uh, when I st- first started teaching, I made 3600 a year. Okay. So I figured I better do something else to make some money. Really? And I didn't get in it for the money because uh, my dad was a... a uh, Official. He was a high school and small college official. So he was my mentor. And, okay. uh, I said, I'm going to go into it. But it wasn't just football. I had you know, baseball, basketball, softball. And uh, up the ladder I went from the, with the football. And we started with CYO, and uh, they had two men. Guess what? We hoped that one guy wouldn't show, then we get double checked. <laughs> there you go. And sometimes <laughs> we hope. Instead of $5, we, we get $10. <laughs> and sometimes today, and I don't think you'll agree with me, Frank, but sometimes we, we hope that too. <laughs> Not because of the money, but sometimes the other course, official. Uh, the soccer refs I was telling you about, I talked to, talk to him a lot. He said, uh, I hope the other guy doesn't show because he got some extra money. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, a whole extra five bucks? Five, five bucks was the first thing we ever got. That was BCYO or what do you call it, middle school weight, right. weight teams and so forth. Things have changed. <coughs> we used to say, boy, if we could only make the Philadelphia Catholic League. That was our goal. That was your goal. Yeah, and of course we did. But uh, And uh, as far as the pros are concerned, uh, I had 12 years in college. And they were looking. They tell you they're looking for you, at you. They scout you. Okay. And I, we were working in Princeton. I'll never forget it. And he came in and said he worked for the NFL. And he said, "Don't make any mistakes today, because they've got your top. You're right looking at, at the you. top of That's your list." the microscope. Right. I was Princeton over. I said I didn't make any. Now, for for me, <coughs> I thought that uh, maybe now it's changed. They didn't like college officials. They wanted you to go from like. High school, right to then they could teach their own ways because there's a big difference between definitely college and the pros and high school. We all know that, right? Well, some of our younger and John, I'm not aware of any changes. I mean, you still got to work college to move up and so forth. Right. Do you do you think in the future that football would be universal, where it would be not the you know because we get a lot of I guess me and Frank. 
we'll do a game out there, and it'll be a kid's game. And then all of a sudden, the coach will be yelling at it, and he's thinking it's Sunday football. Sunday. And we'll turn around and tell the coach, Coach, this is not Sunday football. This is this today. So uh, do you think, in your opinion, that the uh, it'll one day just college... The NFL. Be the same rules and so forth. And then whatever association. It's, it's moving toward that, yeah. I think. You know, how long that will take, God, I don't know. Yeah. It would be helpful for all our younger officials if we just had one rule book and everybody would be universal. Definitely, yeah. I'll go back to Princeton. Interesting, the one I just told you about where I was working. Don't make a mistake. First preseason game I had, the Giants played the Steelers at Princeton. And I was a rookie line judge. Right. And Franco Harris went up the middle, maybe three yards, fell down on his knee, got up, kept running. Guess, guess, guess what the rookie line judge did? What? Blew, his Blew the whistle. He, uh, I first never happened again, but I said, why did I do that? He's down in college, right? Right. But he's not down on the pros. Right. That's a big adjustment. Yeah, down by contact. Yeah. Let me, ask, let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. Did you ever have an inverted whistle in the... In the Never again. Never again. That was a preseason game. By the way, they played six preseason in those days, 14 regular. What's the key to, to a younger official not... Well, I always... I know what you're going to say. Have an inverted whistle. I always had it on my... I had my whistle, not in my mouth, but on my... Yeah, Finger whistle. And I would say to myself... He's down. He's down. Yeah, he's down. I say it like three times. Or it's a foul. It's a foul. Okay. Yeah, that's a foul. That's good information. That's good information like that. because I I see a lot of officials uh, with the whistle in their mouth, and I'm not sure why they have it in their mouth, but I'm not sure if it's. A I think it's safer if it's not out of their mouth. Yeah. Especially in football, where you do have some time yeah. to react. What um, basketball sometimes sits in your. One thing you said there, I'm interested. What what kind of uh, self talk did you have, or did you actually say these things out loud? I didn't the say them out loud. I'm more quietly. Right. I said, "It's a foul. It's a right. foul. It's a foul." I te- I taught some of our line of scrimmage guys stuff like that. Uh, false start, right? A flinch is a flinch. There's no degree to it. If he just goes like that or goes, it's a foul. you got to call it. A flinch is a flinch. And, uh, it's a foul. It's a foul. Yeah, that's a foul. I got it. My record on one play is four. Four? Four flags. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then last night I was watching some videos, and I saw six flags on one play. Oh, but and not the same guy. No, no. But I'm there was say, all, I had four. The four crew, on one play. Wow. Yeah, this, they had six, and it was a seven-man game. So one guy forgot to one throw his flag. Throw. <laughs> so that was on a video that I saw. You're watching the X-League or whatever it is? No, I wasn't watching the X-League. This is actually A couple people called me about it, you know? I don't know much about it. I don't know anything about it either. Yeah. I, my, somebody told me about it. Well, yeah, what I've read about it is it's a, it's a new effort to have off-season football. Yes. And this time, I think, it's sort of with the NFL's blessing. Yes. And a competitive feature. It might be an avenue for officials to Definitely get that. experience. Definitely. And yeah. I think it's also an avenue for them to test uh, some rule changes 
Yeah, and, and, and they're trying that too. They have yeah. a couple interesting yeah. ones there. One's on the kickoff. Uh, I didn't watch the game, but I heard that they the align the alignment for the kickoff is uh, different. Is very different. Yeah. And that's so nobody can get hurt. Yeah. Well, well, Bill, tell me what was your worst call? Worst? What was the worst call? That I mean, every call probably is well, worst. Well, that was preseason, so it wouldn't count it anyway. Right. I mean, worst call. Yeah, you, you remember them. Yeah. Not many. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I missed a pass interference right over the middle. Uh, I had it. I, the back out of the backfield was mine. Okay. And he did cut down the yard, maybe three yards downfield. The pass coming to him. And, uh, that was in Miami, I remember. <laughs> See, that's how you I remember said, it. Why didn't I call that? And the coach happens to be standing beside me, and he said, Billy, why did you call that? I said, I don't know. And in those days, there were no challenges, right? Oh, no, no. So they didn't have I, a red flag out. No, a replay. A replay, I went, thank you. Speaking of replay, if you wanted to talk about it. I'm sure. Uh, replay came back in 99. It was gone for about 10 years. And before that, they had it. And, but there was no challenges by the coaches. The guy in the booth was the replay guy. He could stop it. Ten times if he wanted to. Okay. And, but then when it came back, they said to the coaches, "You got the red flag. You can throw it." But I was in I was in replay for three years, and uh, it was tough. It wasn't easy. No. You, you have to be on your toes up there. It doesn't have that glove. You can't fit it. <laughs> the key thing for a replay official is have a broad depth of the rules because you right. can. Definitely. Whereas when you work on the field, you specialize in a lot of areas. If you're a replay official, you've got to be right. strong you know everything. on every uh, part of the game. I had two plays. That's probably why they took me out of replay and made me a trainer. But one reason being I was a teacher, and they liked that. Right. And it uh, allowed me to teach these guys, but it also we had the NFL Europe. Oh. They played in Europe in the spring. April and right. May, and I happened to go over there many, many times because right. they were using officials, college officials, who maybe the next level they were going to get into. Right. So that allowed me to go to Europe quite a bit, which wasn't bad. But re replay, the two plays that stand in my mind for replay, uh, we're in Cleveland. I forgot who they were playing, real close to Pass down by the goal line. If they catch it, they're in field goal range. They'll win the game. I saw the two defensive backs. They go like that. It was close. Right. I said, well, look at it fast. Because they're running down. You know how they run down? Put the, and once they snap it, right. re, replays out of it. And I buzzed. I said, we got to stop this. The snap went, but they, they killed it. Right. And it was an incomplete pass. Uh, and the yeah. Cleveland people went nuts. They were throwing bottles. The crew had to leave, come back later. Where was that at? In Cleveland. Oh, uh, going to tell me it was Miami again. <laughs> Not Miami, John, but uh, Miami's in the next one. Okay. But anyway, uh, I, we were right, but the fans thought that maybe my buzzer was late. It was like a split second, okay. and then the snap went. But uh, once the snap goes, you can't buzz anymore. Uh, and the coaches didn't have 
what do you call it? The, the red flag. The red flag. Challenge. Yeah. The other one was in New England. They played Miami. You two are football officials. Yes. Okay. Last. Well, we think we are. Last play. <laughs> last play of the game. Close game. They're going to try a hail mary pass with tricky options. Okay. Six seconds left. Here we go. They, they snap. They throw out to a wide receiver. Catches it. Now he throws deep in the end zone. Right? Right. Incomplete pass. Game over. Not over. The first pass, original pass, was forward and incomplete. You've got three seconds left. Not I said, that's an incomplete pass. The clock has to stop. Even though the guy catches it, he put it on a bounce and then throws this long pass. It's an incomplete pass. Everybody's leaving. I said, this game's not over yet. (laughs) Tell him how many thousands of people come back. (laughs) And all the teams went in. Johnny Greer was the referee. I buzzed him, but he didn't hear me because... Everybody was leaving. They thought it was over. I said, that, that was a forward pass. Incomplete. So this guy can't throw that. <laughs> right? It's an incomplete pass. So we brought them all back out, Miami, and up in New England. They are going to try one more. A lot of guys didn't even have pads on or anything. Oh, right, right. That's that was good. my last game on replay. Okay. They said, Reynolds is doing Okay, thank you. To say that one more time. So that play, you got that call right, even though you brought the people back, but you got it right, and it took a little bit more time, but you got it right. That's, that, that's the number thing, number one thing with replay. Get the get the play right. Even. Or any officials on the play, right. or younger guys out there listening, yes. you want to get the play right, yeah. no matter what it takes. Bringing them back, putting more time on the field, even if it's Minnesota. <laughs> Talk a little louder, we can do it. We were working in New Orleans. By the way, you're assigned a crew, and for the most part, you stay with the crew the whole year. Doesn't mean you're going to be there with them next year. Right. But we're in New Orleans, and they happened to be playing the Eagles. And the Eagles won, which this is a while ago. So they're taking us off the field with a security guard up front under the mezzanine, like, which is up above. The security guard goes down with a blood's all over his head. Somebody hit him. Guess what? With a binoculars. They threw binoculars. They were so mad at the Eagles winning. Down he went. And he was, we, we grabbed him and pulled him so that right, underneath. he couldn't throw another one. Right, right. <laughs> and they caught the guy. How, how did they catch him? His name was on the binoculars. Ah. <laughs> I asked the cop, and they said, we got him. Don't worry about it. Another, another cop. Wow. He, he was hurt, but not, he didn't get killed. He could have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's, plenty of funny, there's plenty of funny stories, too. I, I mean, it's nothing to do with sports, but it reminds me of a guy who robbed a bank with a, a welder's mask. Oh. But his name was on the welder. It was his, he was a welder. That's how he got it. He wasn't a. Wasn't that? Uh, wasn't that? Clever. That's ingenious. So the lesson today we all learned is, 
If you're gonna do something wrong, don't put your name. <laughs> did, did you ever did you ever meet Eric Gregg? The, oh yeah, he lived he lived yes. around he your neighborhood. Well, when I was, used to see him in the Wawa near us. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I used to see I, he he would walk his dog around Welsh Valley when I was doing yeah. a middle school yeah, football lived, game there. Lived somewhere around. Yeah, he used to see, he's yeah. deceased now, but he, oh yeah, he died. But, but uh, yeah, he used to walk around. Uh, but that uh, the Wawa on Montgomery Avenue, I, I'd see him in there a lot. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, we're working in San Francisco. Has nothing to do with. It could have happened anywhere. Right. Halftime, we go in. Security guard comes in and said, "Be on the alert. Somebody threatened to shoot some of the officials." And Bill Walsh, who was the coach, San Francisco, 49ers. 49 right? Somebody threatened that, but the game went on. And second half, who was I standing next to quite a bit? <laughs> Bill Walsh. <laughs> That's good. Nothing happened. Thank God. But. Uh, did you always switch sides in the NFL? Yes, you always switch sides. Always switch sides. Oh, yeah. Why is that? I have no idea. They've been doing it forever. They switched the chains, right? Chains. Yeah. I think it was just so that each side yeah. so you would be encumbered by the chains. Yeah, no problem. I can take this home. Box? Yeah. Do you want me to take your suit? You finished the box? I finished. If you, if because if you're having trouble with a coach, Nice to get, to the, get, a, get away from them. For our younger listeners out there, do you think that would be good for high school? It wouldn't hurt. No, I, I actually thought of that because you say the first half. High school, you say the, the other, same, right? Yeah. Yeah, we say okay. the same. It's usually, I think it's because of the, the press box and Opposite the, the chains. But you could have trouble with some coach. There are. There were some coaches that, no matter what happened, there were. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm on the other side. I said that to one of the officials when we were I'm working a game, and I saw the the other coach was in his ear, yap yap yap. So I said to the I said to the other official, the line judge, I said, "Do you want to switch? Put the chains on my side, you know." But, which I think common sense. If I was a referee, I'd say, you know, I don't see why not. You know, forget the forget the but press box. Forget high, that. High, Let's get high school and colleagues, they still say it. So it's the same way. Across, the same way. The press yeah. box. Yeah. I think that's only in NFL. But if you're having, if I'm a referee and we get together as a group and we talk about it and we all come to, we all vote yes, change it. Forget the press box. Just give it. You know, making sure it goes there. As a, as a referee, you have to stay on the right-hand side of the quarterback. The throwing side, mostly it's the right, unless he's a lefty. But you can go to the left-hand guy. If, if there's a left-hand guy, we go, we go to the throwing room. Because in the, the college or pro, you got to stay on the right. Because you got another guy there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What they call it. Yeah, the, the seat, the center, center judge. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have that in college. Yeah. Some of them. Some colleges. Some do. Some I mean, yeah, in high school. The, the, big, the big, big colleges all have it. Yeah, I meant high school. Yeah. <laughs> well, you think the NFL is going to go to eight? They've been talking about it, yeah. Thank you. I'm surprised it's something that hasn't happened since colleges are doing it. Yeah, they, they practice it. I think preseason sometimes they put somebody there. The other thing they practiced preseason was like an official going down. Yes. Yeah. I've seen I've seen that where they're like and one in this quarter the headlinesman is now the referee. Yeah. And uh, after a, after a game, 
you go in the locker room, do you, did you sit and evaluate yourself? Like, did you... Well, you went over the penalties. Over the penalties as a group. And they, they used to have a pool reporter. If there was trouble, one of the local newspapers would send somebody into the locker room to interview whoever was involved, the referee or whatever. But most of the time we got dressed and right. out, these, out of town. I guess <laughs> my question is... Get back home to teach. Did you Frank does a game, and after the game, he sits in his car and he, he make, makes some notes. Not, not really. Not, not in the pros, no. Okay. They grade every call um, Would you, up in New York. Right. So would you suggest that to a younger official if they were listening to this podcast? Would you, would you get a report of the, of the, the, the of next the, week? Of the calls and no calls? Oh, yes. You know exactly where you stand the whole year. And you know if you make too many mistakes, you're not getting fired, but you probably won't get a playoff game or something like that. Right. Yeah. So I had 19 straight years. Well, you had playoff? Playoff games, yeah. Should have That's run. not bad. We're not on. Yeah, we're on. Okay. For 22 years, so you had 19, so you were way over 75%. Yeah, for the first year or two, you're a rookie. It, you don't usually get a playoff game. Uh, first year. And then and that was a goal for you to make a playoffs yeah, every and year. Yeah, last year was, I told you I went to Hawaii. Oh, right. <laughs> that, that was less money. Yeah. But I said, I might as well take the family. We all went. Chris right. went. Well, what Hawaii? Not bad. He didn't invite me. <laughs> well, I think I knew you, you were going. That you day. were taking my class. Now there's opportunities for officials to go to London or Mexico City. Well, I went to London. Uh, Did you? I was in London three different times. Is that XFL or with uh, NFL? Well, NFL Europe, but the NFL I worked two preseason over okay. there. They they didn't play uh, regular season. regular season over there. Now they're over there half. guys you met. Who was maybe the nicest? Nice was uh, uh, were you back when uh, Bart Starr was there? No, he was Bart Starr. No, Bart Starr. But who was but, became you know, most, a friend or? Not really, most of them were good guys. There were occasional coaches that got on your nerves a little bit, but I'm, I'm not saying who they yeah, are. Right. Most of them are gone now because I've been out of it so long. Right. You were around when Dick Vermeil was there. Yeah, Dick Vermeil. He, he's probably. He was fine. Very classy. I guy. was rooting. I maybe shouldn't say this for Buddy. Not Buddy Ryan. I didn't want to suit him. Andy Reid. Andy, Andy Reid. He was. He was a good guy. No, no problem. Any players that were? You don't really run into players that much, really. I mean, Hope you don't run into it. Get knocked down. Yeah, right, like knocked down. So. I, I have half. I, I hope they don't shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> they get a crew. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm not quite sure. Last year there was a controversial call which led to rule changes, interference. They put okay. a New Orleans game, playoff game last year. Right. And then there was a late hit also on the same player. There were two fouls on the play. Okay. And it cost the team. They lost. They, they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Okay. When that's the Saints? I think yeah. so. It might be. Yeah. So this year, 
they were in the playoffs. They had a crew in New Orleans. People called their hotel rooms. They harassed them. They had to move the uh, secretly. They did it. Took moved the crew to another hotel. Right. And then they worked the game. But all, all stemmed from last year's call. <laughs> but Mark prayed in that. I told you had uh, had to change his telephone number while people were yeah, really. badgering him. There's one question here. It says, uh, no, what, uh, uh, what did officiating yeah, help you? Excuse me, that music won't interrupt. Nah, well, it shouldn't because we're, it's going up and down the line. Oh. But, you know, what did officiating help you with your, like, being a teacher or being a father, being a husband? How did officiating uh, help you outside of football? Well, one thing is, did. Of course, I made more money. Family lived a lot better. Right. And, uh, I was gone a lot. Right. You know, you know too. That right. You have to skip dinner, and you're at, at a game somewhere. So. Right. But, uh, but uh, did it help you with, you know, your children? Well, the boys loved it because I took them to games. Right. Right. How many, got, how many children do you have? I have four sons. Oh, you have four sons. Yeah, so one, you didn't of them, have any one of them became a Chris. My son Chris. Okay. Became a high school and college rep, but okay. the others didn't. But in the NFL, they went to a lot of games. Took them places. Sure. Not sure. all four at once, but. Uh, right. I didn't know. I you know as long as I've known you, I've only known Chris. Yeah. But I never knew the other. But that was good. And right. Certainly the. Our level of life went up with sure. the higher you go in the profession. Right. College guys get pretty good money today. Yeah, sure. I was I was talking to a friend of mine who who retired last year after I don't know twenty years on the field NFL. I said, how, I said, Ron, how, what's your pension going to be? And he said. Uh, Around 110000 a year pension. That's wow. a, not bad. Yeah. So they're, they're perks that you get. Yeah. For uh, being it. Yeah. yeah. The NFL pension is very good. Of course, they make a, make a lot of money anyway. Yeah, the, the NFL is uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think we pretty much covered. Oh, let me ask you a really question. This is pretty... Pretty blunt, you know, but why do you love officiating? I mean, you well, a lot of people say I didn't go into for the money. You know, I played ball at high school, college, played basketball in college, right? And I like to be around games and sports, but it wasn't just football. I I told you, I did basketball, baseball, right. softball. I mean, you worked basketball together. Yeah, and it was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Keeps you in shape. still around the game, keeps you in shape. It got me ready for tennis. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it keeps you busy, too, naturally. Yeah, it keeps you busy. Okay. I mean, my, my love is because I, I love the game of yoga. We, I love the game, and it keeps me active, and, you know... Couple dollars in my pocket, you know. So. Yeah, a lot of people say they don't do it for the money. You don't do it for the money. But a lot of people do it for the money. Yeah. But then you can see the people that do it for the money and the people yeah. that don't. Yeah. Because you know, if they're just walking in and just pretending they're there and they're not really there, 
And you're right. Because yeah. I worked with a guy last week, you know, no names, but he wasn't into it. He stood there, and I didn't want to. He stood there with his hands on the hips, and I, I felt like going over to him and saying, "Get your hands off your hips." Get your hands off your hips. You're not at the library, you know. When I when I coach baseball, as you coach baseball, you know, I used to have my right fielder. He'd be standing there like picking his nose, and I, you know, I'd try to keep keep hey keep running, keep moving, back up the first baseman, back up the center fielder, go get me ice cream or something. <laughs> but keep. I remember somebody asked me who. I coach baseball at Paxson right. and basketball. Right. I said, who, 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 did you play against anybody that really did good? You know who we played against? Mike Sosha. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, wow, even as an eighth grader, could he hit? <laughs> he hit that ball. It, it, it's still called yeah. Mike Sosha. They should actually put a, a spot where, where the new... Um, they got the something new, new there. Yeah, yeah they're, putting, they're going to play their games at Holden. They're going to take... They're, they're asking, Springfield. Yeah, yeah. They're going to play their games at Holdman. They're going to redo the whole field, put a baseball diamond yeah. in. And yeah. they're hoping to call it the Socia, uh, Mike Socia. Are they? It's interesting. Because, the you know, they built, they're building a new school. Right. Because one of my grandsons goes there. Where's the school at? The high school. They're building oh, Billy High School, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Springfield High School. Yeah, yeah. But they're moving the athletic field... As you say, some of it's gone up to Walter. Right. Here's my last question for the day, and then we'll call it Well, I can How come did back you move up? Yeah, from high school to college to kids' games to high school varsity. How'd you move up? How'd you get? How'd you, how'd you end up? You, did you do little kids' games? Started out with little kids. Okay. And as I said, you move up, you apply. I applied to the Catholic League, Philadelphia Catholic League. Oh, right, League. right. And the public league saw me, and they said, well, come, come with us, too. Interact League, you know, Penn Charter, Germantown Academy. And all. So I worked all those. Uh, and then you apply for college, and they look at you. And I took the test. And I was in college for 12 years uh, a, yeah. until the pros took me in. Right. I'm sitting in Paxson Hollow, uh, April the 11th, 1975. And that's the year I graduated. <laughs> and a girl in the office said, you have a phone call, Mr. Reynolds. I had a phone at my desk, being the athletic director. All right. So I picked up the phone, and it was the NFL, Art McNally, who was the supervisor. In New York. Same with you. Would you like to come into the NFL? I said, yes, I would. <laughs> he said, but you can't come in as a line judge. You can't come in as a line judge? No. I said it wrong. You can't come in as a referee. I was a referee in college. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a referee in college. He said, you have to come in at another position. I said, I'm not coming in as an umpire, but I would have if they said. Right. So they said, you are you come in as a line judge. So that was the end of my referee. And why didn't they want you to come in as a referee? Well, they I don't know. Just, uh, they give you a few years of pro experience, different rules. Referee has to know everything. Right. And so that's but did, the way it did you ever want to go from once uh, you got in the NFL? Once I got established, I have a, such a great uh, schedule every uh, I said. Let it go. Yeah, I'll let it go. And they got a little more money as the crew chief. But I said, forget it, I'll stay as a line judge. Right. And it worked out fine. Yeah. 
I don't know what it takes to, but you know, everybody's equal out there. I thought everybody was equal. I didn't think everybody, one person got paid well, more. Well, the, the crew chief no, got more money oh. because of administrative work, you know, whatever oh. he had to do. We, Things have changed, huh? Yeah, we put, we got pay, paid by the number of years you're in the league. That's how it works. Okay, right. So the uh, full pension in those days, if you work 22 years, you got your full pension. Right. If you only were in the league five years, you got some pension, but you know not near as much. Now, what it is today, John, I don't know. Yeah. Well, all right. That concludes our podcast. I want to. Can I hear that? I want to thank you. Can you hear what?